Hey there, welcome to Funny, Loud, and Gay. Um, I've been out of the studio for a little while. Uh, of course, you guys know about the Black Lives Matter movement, and uh, I've been kind of doing some protesting, and I know I said I was going to have a, a special episode where I recorded like out in the streets, but some shit went down, and I kind of didn't really get a good recording, but I'm in the studio trying to fix it, so maybe I'll have that episode available maybe this week, maybe next week. I'm not 100% sure, but we're going to try to come out with it as soon as possible, so... Just stick tight, you guys, because it's really good. Um, right now, we're in the month of June, okay? We just celebrated Juneteenth. Um, the uh, the nations right now is kind of on fire, like everyone protesting because of Black Lives Matter, because, you know, our lives do matter, and we are important to this uh, society, but we're not treated as, as such. So anyway, um, today I have one of uh, one of our favorite guests, Mikhail uh, she's here from day one. You were on my first uh, episode. Day one from day one. Hey, Mikhail, how you doing? Day, Mikhail, day one from whatever she was saying. We got to get it together next time, though. Uh, yeah, that, whatever that, she that, said. That was a failure. It was obviously it was an epic fail. But anyway, um, <laughs> so today's episode, I want to kind of, I, I don't think I'm going to have a, a very specific episode, but I want to do, I, I guess I'm going to make this episode about pride. Like, not just gay pride, but black pride, um, you know, trans pride, uh, lesbian pride, um, whatever you call yourself. Uh, what do you What do you consider yourself? Are you like a? I live an alternative life. You live, a, yeah, because you're not really a stud, I don't, I don't right? Like, like you don't like labels, to labels, right? And you're very. F- I, I believe you used the word fluid before. And, and I, I will use it again. I will use it again. I, I said what I said. So they is that the proper because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. No, wanna... no, no. I'm a female. I'm a woman. Okay, I'm, I'm so okay with she... with my my born uh, gender or. Uh, I don't know. I don't really get into that, you know. Right. We, but I respect it. Exactly. Because you know, that's a whole other episode. We'll get to that yeah. on another episode because we, you know, it's a lot. But anyway, so um, before we dive straight into the episode, like, I just want to um, say how, like, June is a very important month as far as the uh, black, uh, well, black movement in general and also uh, with pride. So, um, geez, I wish I had all my stats and facts here right now, but I left my iPad at home, so I don't have all my info with me. Unprepared, right? It's all good. But it's all good. So anyway, um, I know you, I don't know if everyone knows, but Pride was actually started um, in New York at a bar slash hotel called the Stonewall Inn, and it was literally uh, basically a riot because the police went in and tried to arrest two trans women of color and these trans women decided to fight back against the tyranny of the police in New York and it was basically a seven day riot I believe I'm sorry if I'm not getting all the facts right because again I don't have my iPad in front of me I had all these facts prepared and like an idiot I left it at home but anyway so um yeah, so uh, Stonewall was about a seven-day riot, which, you know, then led us to having Pride in June um, every single month, you know, since then. So that's, you know, something important. Then also, we just celebrated Juneteenth, which is, which was uh, June 19th, um, which was the day that Texas finally um, freed all of their slaves because slavery, slavery was actually considered abolished uh two years prior or yeah, I believe it was two years prior, but it didn't finally get to Texas and Texas was finally the last 
uh, state or, you know, territory that finally decided to free their slaves um, because they wanted to make sure they got their last couple of harvests in before they freed their slaves. So talk about some shit right there. So anyway, um, so for, for if you're a gay black, well, actually, even if you're just gay or in, especially black, because it was also women of color who started the movement for the Stonewall in and gave us pride. So, you know, uh, y'all need to put some respect on our names. Okay. How you doing? Hey, hey. So, um, Mikkel, let's up? dive right into this episode. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you coming in. I'm in, always grateful for in being the midst here. of a pandemic. It's um, but we're also we're obviously you know social distancing while we're recording. Like this, <laughs> Mikhail is actually my first um, guest in the studio since the pandemic. Everyone has been oh, online. Yeah. It's phone. been yeah. gentrified. He did the gentrification thing before we was in you know a studio slash apartment slash uh, recording music studio. We, slash we are in a studio. <laughs> but, okay. Uh, now you know as as time has progressed and you know the money has rolled. We, we got a nice little room, <laughs> got lights, got fresh paint. It's, it's cute. I'm she's, not mad. I she's get it. referring to the studio that we moved into. Uh, Gentrification like two is real, ago. y'all. Don't get it. We've been in here for like two months. Like, what you talking about? But you haven't mm-hmm. been here since. You were mm-hmm. in the old studio, which was down the hall. Um, in the main studio. Um, now I'm in the gentrified studio. Now I guess it's the gentrified studio, according Gentra. to Mika. Gentrified. Gentra? Gentra. Gentrification, gentrified okay. studio. Okay. Was this uh, a gender thing for you? I'm sorry. I don't know. Maybe everything's a gender pride. thing for me. Yeah, I know. This is like gay pride. Like, yeah, know, exactly. Like, so, <laughs> anyway. You meant that. <laughs> you meant to say I, gentrified. I, That's what you're trying to say. And I, and I, cool. Okay. Cool. Anyway. So, yeah, she's regard, She's referring to the studio. Um, again, we're it's still. It's really nice. It's, it's, yeah, it's nice. It's I coming along. It. We got. We just got two little uh, love seats into the studio, which I'm so excited for because we're going to be doing some recording over on that side of the studio. Like a more um, comfortable feel or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And then also it, it, it gives us a little even more space between each other. So, you know, you, we can really social distance and still record the episode. So um, anyway, back to what we're saying uh, about, you know, pride in general. How do you feel about all, being a um, lesbian um, woman of color being a lesbian woman of color i feel very marginalized in mm-hmm. general okay. um i feel like i deal with adversity from my own kind mm, probably okay. harder than anybody and we're gonna you talk know, about that and, and we can and, and and not you know it's just that like i i i don't really like um I look at it from a very different, more understanding perspective. You know, black people, we put ourselves under a unnecessary kind of amount of pressure to Mm. present and look and, 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 and and compete with white people are, you know, just, just in general, like black people, we were very hard on ourselves. Mm -hmm. So the fact that, you know, usually when your family is kind of in their feelings about you being gay, it's usually just because they're worried about perception, perception and and how everybody else is going to see you. Like they're going to love you regardless, but they're just like, Oh no, because you're gay, you're not going to make it. And it's like, "Mm, little do you know, these white people love the gays. You know what I mean? Like, but, but there, but at, at the end of the day, it's just that, you know, we're just, we're behind. So whereas white people are a little more progressive, they're a little more accepting. Mm-hmm. Life has been different from them. Black people, we're 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 coming from 
slavery. We're coming from, you know, being marginalized. We're coming from being, you know, institutional race, systemic racism. So usually it's, it's, it's more so about that Mm. than about the fact that like, Oh, you're gay. But, um, just, you know, I really, you know, it's something that I'm aware of. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't look at it. You know, I, I, I understand it. So I don't I don't really get offended by it because I, I already know. You yeah, know, it's, right. it's just something that has already kind of been ingrained in me, something I'm already aware of. Yeah. So it's just like it just it feels good when I do kind of, you know, show up as my authentic self for, to a certain extent and you know, I'm, I'm good, you know, and, 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 you know, cause I understand the world and yeah. I understand that, you know, I use it to my advantage because on one end, you know, when you're black people, there's a lot of microaggressions and people look at you, you know, the, the expectations is low. Mm-hmm. So they, you know, yeah. oh, you can tie your shoes. Wow. <laughs> you good. speak very well. Wow. You speak so well. You speak like, so oh proper. My God, I, whatever. That, I, so, that is the one that, you know, like, there's that. And then, yeah. you know, it, it, it's a man's world. So the fact that I'm a masculine presenter, I kind of give them that mind fuck like, well, yeah, she dresses like a guy. So, you know, yeah. you know, I get this weird respect because I'm, you know, a masculine presenter. So I, I just, to me, I just kind of, I think through it and I use it to my advantage. And mm. it's just like, for me, I just, I, I just hope to be, you know, a, an inspiration for somebody else because, okay. you know, when yeah. I first got into the work world, it was like, okay, do I just like a girl? Cause this is the kind of stuff my oh, mom no, that, told me, yeah, it's very tough. you know, like, you need yeah. to get your hair done. You need to do this. And, this yeah. and, that. and it's just like, eh, you know, but I, you know, I, me personally, I, I'm, I'm a just. I'm gonna just go as me, and then yeah, I'm gonna see what happens. Exactly, and, 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 and you know, because this, I, I don't. Now, have I done that? Yeah, I've, right, I've, I've yeah. catfished. I, right. I still catfish if you find me on LinkedIn. Okay. You know, but <laughs> that's just because I know Hello, the game. My name is Mikael. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, outstanding. <laughs> With my little .5 inch heels, trying right. to walk in there, How struggling like a motherfucker. But, right, you know. So I, I do what I can. It's just no. I, I you know, I, I, I agree with you because that was one thing that I struggled with when I started on the waterfront. Was because there's not very many openly gay males on the waterfront. And when I first started down there, I was kind of terrified to like, am I, should I be my 100% self or should I butch it up? Because, you know, I don't want to be. low key, you manly as hell. We'll see. But it, it, I don't know. It's just, it comes out in different ways. You, yeah. Cause you're, I was you're say, not really like girly. Like yeah, you're just you. Yeah. And I, but, but the thing, you know, what's funny is that you ask different people and different people will have different perceptions of masculinity and femininity. So to you, you, I probably, I probably look or come off. Maybe as I see more or, dimensions of you. True, so where someone but, only sees exact, right. the fun side of you, they yeah. assume, but like, yeah, like low key, you know, you showed up to my and, party and was fixing shit. And then on the, like, I'm like, okay, we yeah. needed this man. <laughs> <laughs> thank Hello, the lord thank hallelujah <laughs> sir like this, this nigga showed up and showed out as a yeah. whole man <laughs> so no yeah but so i totally understand that because like um again like i don't think i you know honestly i don't fit in i don't think i fit in in either masculine or feminine because i have both sides like i literally just like to be my authentic self so sometimes i'm gonna give you a little bit of a hair flip and then sometimes i'm gonna give you a little bit of but i really nails. think like, that's what attracts people to you like that's something i've observed about you like i think and 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 i see it in myself a little bit where i I, not myself but i see how people are attracted to authenticity you know what i mean so even donald trump 
so to speak. Like yeah. he's his true authentic the, self. That's true. You and know and that's there true. is something people are crazy are, yeah. about that. So yeah. I think that like when you are your true authentic self and you're being you, like most people in general, like, you know, there are exceptions. So there is that person that's just hella homophobic or hella racist right. or whatever. And but usually just, those people, we gonna let's put a pin in that too, because we got to get on that too, a little yeah. bit lighter, but yeah, yeah go ahead. But, finish. But, but like just the fact that you are your true authentic self, people feel comfortable around you. Yeah. Like, like straight, like, cause I've even seen it with my own family, like how they respond to you mm-hmm. and guys that, you know, on the surface, try to pretend like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Fuck. You know, I'm not going to say the words, yeah, yeah, but yeah. then you come around F-word and it's like yeah. they, you know, it's like they fuck with you. They're yeah. attracted to you. Yeah. Like not, not like, oh, I want to be with him, but I mean, just but you know, like, maybe I don't know. But, you know, t- but it's just like it's something about you, like yeah. you're just being true to you as in your core. Yeah, I think that's something that a lot of people don't do on a day to day basis. So when they yeah. see it, it's like, oh, I want that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they are attracted to it naturally. And, but I, then, I just, and then some people also genuinely hate it. Because they can't be them authentic, be their authentic selves too. So I do sometimes get people that truly and genuinely. Yeah, but who cares about me. that? But yeah, who? Yeah, exactly. I like mean, I don't got time for them because they're not paying nobody's bills right. or they're not that, doing that, that for my that, life. I mean, oh, it's always a hater. Like right, exactly. If you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping. <laughs> uh, you darn okay. So, but yeah, that okay. But and, I, and that's what I you know. Um, so. Sorry, I'm like getting all tongue tied, but yeah. So yeah, that that was one of the issues I kind of struggle with at the waterfront, and then I decided to be myself, and it's worked for me, and I feel happy. And then like when I see people that are gay and they aren't open, like in in that that world, it kind of is like, dang, that's kind of a little. That's you a little know sad, what I you know? think it is? I think that because like even at my job, well, at, at my particular. Um, place of work like I had a little I have a like a little gay guy Mm -hmm. and you know he just kind of I I could tell he's younger Mm -hmm. so I could tell that he mentally just kind of had this like everybody's out to get me everybody hates me yeah you know like he mentally put himself in like this cage is he he african-american no he's not african-american he's like latino but okay um, but still when that that He's, like, he's, he's a person he's a minority. of color. Yeah, yeah, he's a person exactly. of color. So it's just like he had this like shield. Yeah. And it was like nobody really pays attention to him. You yeah. know, like because at the end of the day, we're at work. I mean, people have their feelings, but it's just right, like, oh, right. we're at work. And, yeah. and I think like as time progressed and he realized like at some point, like I could see like a shift in his behavior because mm. it was like he was really closed off. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it was just like. Now okay, he's, he's like I'm good, yeah. you know, like I don't have to have this, like you know, these people just hate everybody. It's not just <laughs> exactly, me, yeah, you for know, sure. <laughs> <laughs> like it is not really specific to me, and yeah. I think that that's something a lot of gay people struggle with because you know we deal with like it usually starts with our family, like we're yeah, just exactly. our family ingrains this like yeah. seed in our head that everybody's gonna hate you because you're, yeah, you're gay, and exactly. it's gonna start with me, yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? But and so they they have this like. It's just like, girl, everybody got shit going on. Yeah. Nobody really stunned you. We trying to like, come on, we yeah. trying to get this money. And, you know, I just I've seen that like and I, like I've seen guys I went to school with come up to me like, oh, yeah, I know Don Year, like real so-called gangster guys. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, you 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 cool with Don Year? They, and they're like excited to tell me that they know you. <laughs> I'm like, OK, cool. Well, hi, guys. <laughs> like, yeah, hey, Mikhail, I, I know Don Year. It's like. All right, cool. Like, yes. Okay. Congratulations. Yeah. I don't know. Like, 
Are you gay now? But you know, but no, that's just listen, that toxic part I'm of my just, brain. I'm just, where I'm just know, like, do you she like thinks, him? She thinks every straight guy that I become friends with is like low key, and I'm like, no, like they, they just like me. Hey, low key, they all low key. No, it's not even that. Like, I just think that some people are just really comfortable with their sexuality, and like, so they don't give a fuck. Like, I don't even think they're comfortable. I think they fuck with you. Like, just I, just like I said before, <laughs> I think they fuck with you, and they're willing to like be okay with that despite what that might come with okay but like i really think most uh masculinity is fragile oh am i not supposed to cuss are you don't want me to say the n-word let's the talk N-word. about this before yeah. we go let's try out these no. n-words okay, okay. Got you, got you. yeah I'll i'm gonna bleep that one out but <laughs> i know N-word right i was is like a central part of my vocabulary <laughs> i know it is that's why i was like yeah. I, I forgot to re uh get, tell you about that you before never we like to tell me nothing i, I don't <clears> even <throat> ask no more whatever. So whatever but anyways um but with, going to your point because that was actually my next uh point that our topic was is male fragility like i feel like um it's so much more predominant in the african-american community but i was watching this documentary where they were kind of saying that actually it's called um it's on netflix it's called uh uh they gotta have us so it talks about like you know like the generations of african-american like cinema and like movies and music and how they influence like america today like because literally you go on tiktok it's every white boy trying to be black like you know, mm. hate to say it, but I mean, it is. That's what it is. It's like you guys out here doing it. You know what I mean? Whatever. Mm-hmm. And TikTok is racist as fuck because they don't ever promote black um, creators. They promote white creators more or creators that have a little bit more money. So, but you still on that bitch? I'm so, because listen, I'm trying to break through that ceiling. Okay, <laughs> like I'm going break through. Like and and TikTok actually did something. You ain't cool, deleted that app, but you know though. they actually did something cool. They're the ones who started the blo- well, not them per se, but they like made it a point to put the blackout. Tuesday and they were doing a, they were promoting a lot more African-American creators on their platform, which is really great. And I just think they should do that all the time. And not just one Tuesday girl, is your phone not charging? Cause I'm I like, have a hood rat charger. So I, I have mean, to put she's over her here her rapping and duct taping and like doing all this stuff. But anyway, <laughs> so on the, on the I mean like, okay. So anyway, on the documentary, they got to have us, they kind of were talking about how like, and let's don't get me wrong. There's not only African Americans who aren't who don't have their fathers in their lives, but they were saying that there was a whole generation to where they didn't have their fathers, and they were projecting this uh, masculinity that they thought would have been in their life if they did have their fathers around, and so that's the reason why they have this such huge level of toxic masculinity in their lives because they think that's what their dad would do. So they think if they had a dad, he would act to tell you to do this or not act like that or be this way. Mm-hmm. And so they project a lot of their insecurities. And I think that's probably the most people who usually are like, I don't fuck with gay shit. I, I think it goes them. all the way back to slavery, just in the sense where like black men, well, I think that's black- where the, whole uh sorry not to cut you off but the stereotype of black men not being in life back in slavery they used to take the fathers away from the children so between between slavery when they took us between like the like once they once we got out of slavery and then jails and then mass incarceration like which is another form of slavery basically so i just feel like you know black men in general just have this like they there's this 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 need to appear strong because they went through so much you know like 
just basically being emasculated from uh yeah, I don't even know if I pronounced that right, it's but a, I don't yeah, care. But, but yeah. uh I'm not gonna check you on it. It's all good. If you do, I'm all right. No, no, it's Teach all good. Me. Like listen. Teach me. If I if I say it wrong, I ra- I would rather you correct me Heck and you just, than, yeah, for you but not just to do, do it, it with love. Okay. Don't like do it earlier? with like Oh God. Anyway, so <laughs> I just the thing is you was trying to come for me. That's I why I had to, that's why I was just like, let me just let me let me slow it down. But anywho, I, I just feel like, you know, they you know, so much was just taken from them and I think there's this like you know, there's this need to appear strong and just yeah. resilient and for whatever reason reason being gay is like contrary to that. Yes. In their mind. And like, so, but I think we are evolving as a people and we're understanding that gay does not mean weak. Gay, gay does not mean weak. Yeah. Gay does not mean, you know, sissy or whatever. Yeah. Like gay, like, you know, gay get with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause oh, there are some hard ass gay men out there. Yeah. Who will beat he's somebody's he's advertising and please call him like hard ass gay men ready. <laughs> I'm just and kidding. if you call me, my number is five six two. No, but you know what I mean. Like we yeah. just have to be strong, and 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 I think that just the the gay, what gay symbolize for the black community is weak weakness. Yeah, and we just yeah. like even our women, we have to like you know we are just you know there's just this like desire need this this pressure we put on ourselves to be strong. Yeah, and and they don't understand that you can be gay. And strong. Yeah. Just because I am and, a strong and, gay man. And you can be straight and be weak as fuck. Because there are a bunch of Because there are ass. a bunch of yeah. weak ass straight people. Yeah. But like I think we are like we're getting to the the that place where we realize and 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 understand that gay don't mean weak. Just because somebody actually gay is gay people <laughs> are the strongest people we out have there. To be. We ha- we honestly have to be because all my life, I had to fight. Oh, I go. had to fight my here. uncles. I had to fight my daddy. <laughs> my brothers. I had to fight my brothers. <laughs> them them fools in my, my high man. school <laughs> calling me a sissy boy. <laughs> I had to show them. <laughs> yeah, so gay I'm people, a strong sissy. No, but gay people are, they have to be like, so I don't understand but that's where this the problem. stereotype. We don't have to be, but we, but we do it. And as a defense mechanism, because okay, okay, we get I, yeah. attacked so, so much, much yeah. and, and then we also from our families, you know, a lot of black people see white people, a lot of their families, they support them. They're gay boys mm-hmm. and gay girls. So they come up feeling and not like all, uplifted. Not all, not because all. some of them not abandon all, their kids. And, yeah, but I'm just speaking in for, general. But, but I, I do agree with you because I have noticed that there is a lot more support in, in the, the white community. White community than, if they have but, like, but yeah. they, but it all it, it can all stem back from slavery. We are just we we we're behind in the race, and okay. I just think that you know we we are getting there yes, to that place slowly. where people are understanding that it's just sex, it's just sexuality. It, it you know you can be weak and be a, a, a straight man. Cause you listen, can, taking some dick takes some courage. Okay, it, all all the courage in the world. And, okay. and, but that's my point. It's yeah. like the fact that you have this sexual desire and you carry it out. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that is strength yeah. because you know that you're going to get judged in your house. Your house you're going to get judged on the outside, yeah. but you still like, fuck it. Yeah. Like this is what um, I want to do. Yeah. Cause this you, you, we know yeah. it's a lot of people on the DL oh or my just, God. So you many. know, like, okay, I'll fuck with you, uh, but was, don't tell nobody, you yeah, know, just on that like, shit. Listen, cause 
half of the, my lovers have been <laughs> men on the DL. But that's because you attract straight and men. They don't be DL. I do they not beat attract you. straight men. Like that is not. <laughs> they no. DL after no. you like. <laughs> now they're done here, lovers. <laughs> DL has a brand new term. <laughs> first off, I do not. First off, Don I don't know where you get lovers. this. I do. First off, let me tell you one thing. I do not sleep with any of my straight friends. Like, if you are a friend, because yeah, they become gay. I'm fuck with you. <laughs> It's duh. Okay. <laughs> they okay, are no uh, longer okay, straight. They I, are okay, gay. Wait, wait. I do not sleep with my friends. Okay. Okay. I do not sleep with my friends that I know that can't handle sleeping with and then being oh, friends afterwards. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Hold on. <laughs> This, okay, this hold up. Wait, hold up. No, 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 no. <laughs> I do not no, sleep with I'm my friends with, no, that no. don't know that okay. they mama know. Like, Shut up. <laughs> okay. If you're not mature enough to be my friend after we sleep together and like say something goes awry and it can fuck up our friendship, I will not sleep with that person. And I can tell that type of person, like from jump. Like you already know there's some people that can't who don't can't separate sex from love or drama. Mm-hmm. And if if you're a person of that like and that i feel like can't so at what that. point do you start evaluating that because like the, uh, you, i feel like you know well as soon as they turn into my friend like <laughs> can you fuck me and leave no, me alone like, after like what's no, no, that? it's like if i okay let's just say i had a crush on someone right and then i became friends with somebody i had a crush on mm-hmm. after we become friends that crush is like dissolved like i'm like okay i'm over it like whatever you're just a friend that's just what it is because they didn't pass the obstacle Because they didn't pass my mental stability your test. Your mental... Okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah, I think that's I think that's great. Because some people just sleep with everybody. And that's... And I'm not saying I won't just sleep with everybody. Don't slut shame. Don't slut shame. Because I'm slut-shay. one of the biggest sluts out there. And, like, I'm okay with that. And it's okay. <sighs> so when I call you a slut next week, you're going to be ready to fight. Well, it depends on who you calling me a slut in front of. Like... <laughs> If you could, <laughs> like, I am not a slut, you know. You, right. it depends on who you saying in front of. Like, this if we in the, if we in the front of the church, like, <laughs> don't be calling me no slut, okay? That's my future husband. Bitch. Okay, exactly. Like, they <laughs> can't know I'm a slut until until I'm I got that ring on it. How you doing? I got it. Anyway, um, but yeah, that's that's a really great point that it does go it does stem from slavery. Be in so many different aspects, not only it's from what deep. you were saying, but it is so. There, actually, the whole being of being black in this modern day, it all stems from slavery. Like the mm-hmm. fact that we gotta make sure we're on the same level as white people. Like we always gotta be at this level, so we always move out of the hood and we always do all that, you know. So that all stems from that. But um, one thing that really irks me the most, though, about african-american um people especially with their kids like when they see like their son playing with a barbie doll or like not even playing with art but i like i noticed on like somebody will post a a video of like a dad's son who like it was a white guy he let his uh son dresses like ariel um from the little mermaid and he had a little mermaid doll or whatever and i noticed in the comment section there were a lot of black men and black um, women commenting like, "Oh hell no! If that was my son, I'll beat the shit out of him. I'll take him to church. Blah blah blah, blah blah blah, whatever." But then on the flip side, y'all also mad that there's so many men are DL. Like y'all, right. y'all made that person. They like, don't. They you don't. Made that. They don't. They don't see. That's a that's a level. That's called critical thinking. 
Mm. And that's something that black people don't do that Ooh. often. She said it, y'all. She I said, said it. what I said. And she said don't, what she said. It's going to be that person be like, I, yeah, I understand. There are anomalies. Listen, and her there phone number is, do. if you guys want to uh, <laughs> clap back, actually uh, go on my Instagram and leave me comments on that uh, opinion because I do want to hear what people have to say about that. Like, well, I do mean, you agree? Do you disagree? I, I just, I just, I, I honestly agree with you at, full, at full some point. Full disclosure, I understand. That there's a lot of diversity in the black community, in any right, community. But right. for conversation's sake, I am speaking in general. In general, yeah. In general. So, like, we don't have to derail. I know. Like, right. I know that because I because when I say black people, I know I'm a black person and I right. know I'm not one of those people. Right. But in general. You can also say me. Like, okay. And you. I know that you and like, I are I not like, one of those I mean, people. We two people in this room. Right, 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 right. But only, I, 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 I'm just about making yourself. a point because I just, a lot of times I have conversations with people and... They like to derail the conversation for the exception or for the anomaly. And I'm yeah. like, okay, I know that. I, I know. I, 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 I know that. But for the conversation sake, like, we're speaking in general. So for the majority, a lot of black people are just, you know, we're just behind and we're mm. very judgy. And, we're, and, and Ooh, I understand yes. it. I, I understand it because we are judgy because we are judged. Yes. And we are oppressed. And yeah. people, you know, you just, you, you really... You mean well yeah. because you just want your kid to be successful and you think that appearing white and 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 and, and the majority mm. and, and masculine or mm. strong you think that that's how they're going to survive it's mm. just a survival tactic oh, yeah, but sure. what you have to understand is that you know times are changing we are evolving mm -hmm. white people have evolved there was a time where white people didn't accept gays oh yeah for sure but they they you know they they accepted their white gays mm -hmm. and and you know they they're pushing forward Does it, now do all white people accept gays no mm -hmm. do do gay people still probably have to you know put on a mask and and and, mm -hmm. and play hard yeah, oh, yeah i get sure. it like yeah for in, sure i get it yeah and the butt fuck especially Egypt. feminine yeah. like gays you know oh my it's gosh. just and they're they're the bravest ones like yeah. for them to be able to like step outside but they, they like usually lashes. the most gangster ones because yeah. their whole life is just life. like I am going against my gender norms. Mm -hmm. So they're usually, you know, built up for the bullshit. Yeah, for but, sure. But, you know, and, and, and it's good. But, like, I just, you know, I, I think that a lot of this stuff, like, I think if you have, a like, awareness to where it comes from, you're able to look at it with more compassion. It's like, oh, you know that what? Is the I key. get it. That is key right there. And that not only blacks, but people in general, no one has compassion for people anymore. Because they don't or understand. Not, not anymore, I don't want to say anymore. Compassion in general. It take. I feel like it takes education to be compassionate. Like let's. I like. I'll say. Let you know. I, I think the black community. We are becoming more in tune with like mental health. Right. Yes. So before we looked at somebody yelling or tripping and we were just like, oh, he crazy. Crackhead. Right. He a crackhead mm -hmm. or he's something. And then now because we're learning about anxiety, we're learning about mm -hmm. schizophrenia. Yeah. We're accepting bipolar. All these things that like white people been knowing about, mm -hmm. been treating, mm -hmm. been being. We, we are finally getting to that point. So where we, you know, a lot of us have family members that are schizophrenic, bipolar, you oh, know, listen, depression, you anxiety. My family. Hey, same here. Them. Like uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm no stranger to it. Yeah. So, but I feel like because of our awareness to it, we look at it different. Because we're like, where before we're like, oh, you crazy, get the fuck out of yeah. here. Now we looking at, okay, maybe he got some shit going on. Yeah. Like so, then people 
treat him different because it's yeah. like okay he's not just crazy like there's something to that there's a chemical malfunction there's a biological dysfunction in mm. him that he's not in control of so you know instead of just like brushing you off let me try to help you or yeah, just let exactly. me look at you different look like different, okay like not judge yeah and not yeah. judge but I, so it's just it's it's to me education is key like yeah. if it want, the more educated we become on like you know like what was the Supreme Court just ruled that gay people can't be oh, fired from uh, fired yeah. and, and and granted it was just like it was just like a re they just renewed it right yeah. like it was already in place yeah but it's just like those type of things well, are Trump real actually put a actually Trump came out and put it into a bill to where it was making it legal again to fire people if they are openly gay or transgender and the Supreme Court uh voted against it okay and that's yeah. why they re so re they, they revamped it, it. Yeah, exactly. so but see that's the thing that like like historically black people just felt like oh you know if you're gay you're gonna get fired mm -hmm. and it's like no you, you now th there's a whole bill there's a whole law yeah. that is protecting you from that, from that and yeah. and we have to like hold that accountable like yeah. we can't just tell our kids you can't be gay because, you know, if you be gay, you're going to get fired. And it's like yeah. where mentally is like we, we've we that's been ingrained in our mind. Hey, yeah. we got to get out not, of it's, that. And it's also to um, a, a huge religious thing, I believe. Too, oh, hell yeah. Because that's, that's one thing mm, you cannot say, take a black too, person just, away from is their religion. And we're, I don't, yeah, I don't want to get too far into that because like, black yeah. people don't play with their Jesus. <laughs> and I just, that's just a fight I don't want. <laughs> black people be ready to cut off their mama. Right. Like, okay, you don't like, believe in Jesus. So yeah, yeah right. I'm gonna let you guys have your white god, and um, <laughs> I'm not gonna touch on it with hair of wool. With hair of wool, yeah. but yeah, mm -hmm. okay. I was raised in church, so on I Calvary. I, listen, my my whole family. My grandmother was a deacon, or is a deacon. My grandfather was a bishop, or some shit. I don't know, whatever that shit is. And so I, that was a big. That was probably the biggest thing about me coming out was being afraid of um, the. You know, my family disowning me, and, mm -hmm. and, and then so I decided, hey, I'm going to disown them myself then. I'm going to disown them before they disown me. See, but that's that chip. Like, like that's what we talked about earlier. Like, that's that chip on your shoulder mm -hmm. that you put there, mm -hmm. and you assume, and you and you move well, about not, the I world. I wasn't assumed. That was said. Okay, I it was, was said. It, like, it was said, but, yeah. but where but where are y'all now? Yeah, oh, we're, we're totally at a we're exactly. at a way better place because but, they and don't get me wrong, like it wasn't just like I came out and everybody was accepting. It mm -hmm. took some time, yeah, for uh, building because honestly, I believe I'm probably the first openly gay member in my entire family, and I'm like, how that work? So are you trying to say that you got some DLs in your family? If you do, if you do the statistics. There's no way that I'm the only gay person in my goddamn family. That don't it just don't work like that. It, I'm sorry. Now, statistically mind you, speaking, I'm. It, listen, I don't know. I don't know the exact number, but Low last time I checked, it was like it because she is a wild thing. Did you, so you said you think my mom's gay? Like no, I don't think your mom. I mean, gay. If she gay. She might be gay. But Tell I me, just you feel like your gay? mama could rock like my whole world, and I would just be here for it. But. I Wait, hold up. So at first you were trying to hook your, your my mom up with your dad. <laughs> that didn't work clearly. That obviously didn't work. <laughs> so now you want to try. They tried. Did they try? Well, you know. We need to do a little parent trap. Like, let's get them together because you know, she's single now. She wasn't single then. I'm I, you know, I'm listen, not in your mama. Business. Yeah, she I, I she can come on a podcast and talk about it herself. But oh, anyway. So anyway, back to back podcast. to what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying is that we don't got the in my that. family, I am the only openly gay 
person that I know in my family, and it's just. I feel like your mama would be like, "He's the only gay," and that. (laughs) It's probably, I feel like she you know would what, say that. You know what makes me so upset too is that like when you tell a woman a that their boyfriend is gay, why do they get so mad? Oh, like, listen, girl, I'm trying to boyfriend. help you out. If your man's a little, you know, if he, you know, you know, and the funny things, I feel like like a lot of older guys are very like just kind of comfortable with them. A lot of older guys are very comfortable with themselves. And, and and they just get this like they 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 just all their gay is like reeking out of their pores because they've Older been like days. they have been like like retaining it suppressing it, it, suppressing yeah, it for so yeah. long and now it's like you know what I'm grown I don't give a fuck I want to get a manicure and a pedicure and that don't make but that doesn't day. make you gay but I see what you're I know what you're saying <laughs> you know what I mean though. I know what you're saying <laughs> a lot of older men in my family I just be like are oh, you talking uh, about in your family because I don't have any yet you don't have any older men I mean I do have older men but like I don't have any that like okay there's obviously people I think is a little sus but I don't have anyone that like is just like come on sis let's get our nails done yes niece like they're there, obviously. It's just, it'd be funny because they still got to be tough at the same time. So it'd just be funny to just watch it. But you know, what's, you know what's funny is that, like, this is my favorite. <laughs> this is, I love this is my favorite line because, like, people still do think that because you're gay, you're a little more weak or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I'll be like, or especially if somebody calls me the F word, and I'm going to use it in this. Do people really still say that? Not as much. As probably in like you know my earlier days, mm-hmm. but like maybe a couple years ago, I was called I was called the f word, and then I told this guy I was like, well, you know what, this f word is gonna beat your ass. Exactly. And exactly. Then what does that make you? <laughs> and then I'm gonna kiss you after F-word. I'm done. Then what? That's why y'all be getting shot. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Well, goddamn! That, that's <laughs> exactly why I'd be like, "Gay lives matter." <laughs> you ain't have to do all that. Now. Come on now. No, because don't call- cut his dick off. <laughs> well, Damn, listen. he still gotta fuck bitches. You know? No, he don't. Not after you didn't kiss him and beat him up. Like, I'm just saying. Bro. Like now, what does that make you? Is what I'm saying. That's all I want to know. R.I.P. <laughs> all those <laughs> use, use that bullshit don't, don't come to me crying talk about you know go fund me <laughs> another trans has been killed <laughs> oh my gosh that is another okay, thing okay we that, shouldn't like, laugh about yeah cause that's uh, that is very serious and we do need and remember you guys in the black lives matter movement that means all black lives not just straight cis males and females like Trans lives matter, um, gay lives matter, uh, non-binary lives matter, uh, black, sorry, black. <laughs> they lives matter. <laughs> oh, God. Here we go. Anyways, I'm not even going to get into this level. All right, all right. That was, because that was, it was still funny, though. It was, whatever. <laughs> I'm going to be, Actually, really I like love everybody, though. I like your shirt. What shirt do I have on? Oh, I love myself. Uh, it's, oh, is that what it's, it says? Yeah, it's uh, from awesome. this black designer in um, Chicago fashion geek. Um, he's if you look him up on Instagram, pretty like well known. Um, like, yeah, I'm always afraid company. to do the black on black, and I actually really like that. Yeah, like I, you can still I, see it. Yeah, I was so pressed. I literally like just got this package uh, today, and I was like, and "You yes. open it." You was like, "I'm wearing." I was it. like, "I'm wearing it wearing like it. all day." All right. Well, listen. Yeah, oh, so I got I my ready. little. 
wrinkled ass Juneteenth shirt. Hey. So you know y'all can follow me on Funny Loud and Gay, and my website is a uh, funnyloudgay.com. Okay. Very easy. It's, it's very easy. Um. So where were we at? We're, uh, we were talking about male. F- for masculine fragility. Fragility, yeah, that's right. Um, well, I'm over them. <laughs> so, listen, if you are a African-American, uh, straight, cis male, remember... Gay does not mean weak. It does not mean weak. And we also are your brothers, and you also have your or trans sisters. sisters. Oh, was, okay. Yeah. Trans sisters. Yeah, trans... Because, you know, trans I get it, male. I get it. So, trans male, trans female are your brothers and sisters also. And we need to protect them just as much as much as we need to protect, um, you know, any black male or female because they are important too. We matter. We matter. Everyone matters. Well, at this moment, we matter. Y'all, yeah, y'all been not... mattering. Can we matter, please? Exactly. Like we literally for a just bit. asking for equality. We ain't asking for much. And that's why does that why does that make them so afraid? Like. And I come to terms with, I believe that they are afraid that if we get a little bit of equality, we're going to ask for a little bit more and then we'll become the power. And then we're going to do to them what they've done to us. And I don't think we, I don't think us as a race even have that in us, like to do that, do any crazy things like that. Like, I mean, it's human nature, but like that, cause I was also, I also read somewhere that, um, black people can be, can be uh have bigotries and they can be bigots but they technically cannot be racist because we have never oppressed another people yeah because we don't have power yeah um i think that i think that black people are the most resilient strongest group of people like in america i Mm. think that we have overcame so much and we have kind of had you know we we've assimilated into the you know white culture and we have um we've just overcome so much and like you know we are people that the freaking government marginalized like alienated and targeted and 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 like policies and systems were set in place and yet you know, there are still black people that are sitting, you know, in, in equal positions as white mm-hmm. people who have literally had it made their whole life. And I think that, you know, um, if, you know, white people are intimidated by us, like, mm-hmm. I think, you know, even on a physical level, like we, we are stronger. I mean, I, I think in general, mm-hmm. in general, we are just stronger people physically. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, like, you know, there was a time when we literally got killed for knowing how to read. Mm-hmm. You know, us being educated was a considered a crime. Mm-hmm. And, like, the fact that that was not that long ago. And the fact that, like, we, you know, you know, we come from not even being able to know how to read to, like, having a black president. You know, having a, and not just a black president, but like a well-educated, well-spoken, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, black president. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we, us as a people, we're just, you know, we, we, we are like, you know, strong. Mm-hmm. But I don't think we're like gangster like white people. Like white no. people will fucking <clears throat> burn this shit down. Oh, yeah. Like they sure. don't give a fuck. Yeah. And I just don't think like, I think 
like as a as a whole we're very docile people like we're chill Mm -hmm. like we don't really we don't really want the problems yeah we just we you know we're just surviving I mean, you know, like Tupac said, I ain't no gangster, but don't push me. Yeah, like, but that's, or, you wait, know. I ain't a killer, but don't push me. Sorry. It, so, I mean, that's what I feel. So, I feel like white people, like, you know, I feel like they're, I mean, I would probably, you know, if, if there was a person that was basically a, like a, uh, it's equivalent to a dog. Like, we were literally treated like, yeah, like well, we're shitty cattle. pets. We're like, cattle, like, yeah. There. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now your cattle is like your next door neighbor yeah. or your, ca- like something that was, you know, in, yeah, in, in the bag you, beneath yeah. you, just trash. And, you know, they're fucking your daughter. You know, that kind of <laughs> shit. Like, that that shit is probably, like, traumatic to them. You know, like, damn, like, how the fuck did they do that? You know? Like, so I just feel like, you know, I, I can, I get why they're so fucking scared of us. Like, it, they hate us because yeah. they hate us because they ain't us. And, and, and we did it without really ever, like, we, we ain't really took over nothing. Like, we yeah. did it just, you know, we just played, we, 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 we were forced to play their game, and, and we, play we played it, it. Yeah. And, and, and some of, not all of us, mm-hmm. majority of us probably, you know, get caught up in a bullshit system, yeah. but, like, a lot of us played their game, played yeah. by their rules, yeah. were marginalized and alienated, and yet we still, Thrive. you know, we still thrive yeah. as, 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 a, as a whole, so, I mean, I think they just, you know, they're scared of us. Like, we, oh, I mean, sure. and, and if we really were to, like, if black people, even in the diversity of all of us, if we really were to like come together, we could probably take over the country. Well, but and that's we, we main, just can't do that. For well, that was reason. one of the main reasons why the Black Panther uh, movement was literally stopped dead in its tracks. Like it was destroyed because they like, knew because they knew they that knew if that we, if we came together, came together we because we, we're smarter than exactly. you. We're smarter than you. We're better than you. But. They created this narrative, and they and, and I mean it, it's just fucked up because it yeah. was like coming from the government, coming from the fucking military. Yeah, yeah, you could sure. get killed, you yeah. could get shot, you could just for like trying to yeah. do shit. So I mean, I mean well, we're seeing that again today. Like yeah. uh, they want to they want to make the narrative that it's all about writing mm-hmm. and it's about and the looting and, the looting and oh and you all guys that are shit. burning stuff. But it's like, like oh my god, yeah, shut up. In reality, like I've been to I've been protesting for the last month now, like every weekend. And I've seen one day where it got crazy and it was out of hand where they burned a police car. Was that in Long Beach? No, this was in um, LA. It was Mm -hmm. like by the Beverly center and the, but the, the provocateurs were Caucasian. So they don't want to hear that. And you know, what was funny is that, and don't get me wrong. Like I'm here for them because they're supporting us still. But nah, but they just be out there on dumb. So, okay, some of them be out here on dumb shit, and that's true. And they know that they not really gonna get the the heat for it. Like exactly. what's gonna be in L.A. Times exactly. is the little black kid exactly. running out with some shoes. But you don't want to get the right. picture. You don't want to post a picture of Karen. Yeah. Uh, you know. Throwing a brick at the window. Like they they don't, you know, because that's not the narrative. The narrative is that the black people are violent and and just destroying property and they just are animals. Like that's the, that's been the American narrative. So it it, it goes with it. So, and that's all, and that also, that to me, I feel like they're using that to fuel these, uh, like, I want to say, I mean, I'm sure they're not all white nationalists, but a lot of them are and a lot of racists. 
they're fueling this whole narrative that uh, there's going to be a race war or a civil war um, coming, and they're ready for it because no, they got be, guns. Well, black you know, people don't want to. We we don't we don't want to do that. Well, that's what I'm saying. We don't want to do that. We and, don't want to do that. That's and, not and even our. That's not they even may us. Have, they may have registered guns. No, they do. But we got guns. See, but, <laughs> we just it, but see, no, it, we we got guns. But we, you know, it, it, it's Which, a fucked up on, situation. I'm not, I'm not saying that that's nothing that I want. I don't want a civil war. But we are going through a revolution, and with the revolution, there are going to be people who are totally against it, and they're going to be fighting it. And they have, and they're they're showing that they have guns, they have weapons, and they got all this stuff. Well, but, the thing is, they've been had guns, yeah, and, oh yeah. and, and and this and and it's whiteness, white people that provide. The freaking illegal guns. Black people don't got no planes. How do you think those guns get to the hood? Mm -hmm. It's from white. Yeah. You know, so they're supplying us or supplying the streets mm -hmm. with these illegal guns, mm -hmm. uh, dirty cops. Like, that. you know, oh, yeah. some of these... Yeah, I, I, some of these guns that niggas have are better than what the police got. Yeah. But, you know, it's just we don't... For You know, I, I really... I watched the 13th. I've seen it before, pieces of it, but mm -hmm. I watched it again the other night. And I really, you, you, have you watched that special on I, Netflix? No, I haven't watched. I, I started it, but I did not finish 13, it. It's really good. Yeah. It, it's a little triggering, but it's good. But uh, what, I, what, what I've came to realize is that mentally, we believe that we are inferior. We are the inferior class. Like, And it's mm -hmm. not something that, like, somebody told us but it's like ingrained in oh us. that's ingrained yeah for it's sure it's ingrained yeah. it's like generationally generationally um just 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 passed down passed down yeah. that we are just the, like that inherent the second fear, system yeah just like that inherent fear that we all have of the police like we look at the police like they're our dads like they are like that you know I so look at them as clan members like honestly that it's but, the same but feeling see, it's, it's that so it's just like where like i was talking to like uh my uncle the other day and it was just like there's something to like when two guys that have guns in the street two black guys that, that they will have a shootout with each other mm -hmm. like you know you if, if i have an ar-15 and i see you with a you know a 22 i i you know we gonna have a shootout if 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 you know it comes to it but a cop pulls up with that same 22 I immediately think to run mm. instead of shooting the cop. I'm mm. not trying to say to shoot the police. That's not what I mean. But mm -hmm. there's something to, you know, why is it that you feel so you, you, you feel like um, inferior to a to a to a cop with a 22. But with a black dude, you'll you'll you know, you, mm. you'll let it loose. Mm. So it's like mentally, we just already assume that they are more powerful than us, no matter what. Yeah. And we and we'll throw our gun and or we'll just take off running mm -hmm. versus like going to war with them. Mm -hmm. And it's like, we are like actually stronger than them. We are actually smart in general. Mm -hmm. Now there's some dumb niggas. I'm not going to say, <laughs> you know, you can derail me if you want. Yeah. I already know. Okay. But you know, I feel like in general, we're just a, a more resilient, like, like just a stronger group of people, mm -hmm. but we don't really know that. We don't know like where we come from. Well, yeah, I was gonna say we don't, we do not know our worth because no, we are not taught, not at we're all, not taught any of our history. Nope. Like so, nope. It's easy 
to feel inferior when you think everything what do in they America teach us in schools they teach us about rosa parks how she yeah. she went up and she went to the back politely. she sat there sweet yeah. they teach about you know malcolm uh, they don't, they don't, they, teach they don't really teach much they about malcolm, malcolm they mention him but yeah. you know they teach you they know teach martin, luther martin luther king, king. he was so peaceful, peaceful like yeah. they they create these docile mindsets and and and, and this is what they put in our heads that like yeah. you know you guys are good people. You guys are peaceful. This is what you, yeah. you know, this is what you should do. This is what you need Bow to do. Master. Bow down. Like, and, and well, this that's is what, what you the same thing is, is with the master you used to use with religion. They made them, made us believe that they are, they are, uh, inferior people. We're, we're, yeah. We're inferior people because they are the chosen people by God. Mm -hmm. And that's the reason why they're master and we're slaves. Exactly. So, and, and yeah. that's what they taught. And that, and that's what they continue to teach because yeah. I guarantee you, Nobody knows that we wouldn't have AC units if it wasn't for a black man. We wouldn't have light switches if it wasn't for a black man. Mm -hmm. We wouldn't have the refrigerated trucks, which were called reefer trucks, if it wasn't for a black man. We yeah. wouldn't have, I believe, peanut butter. We wouldn't have stoplights. So all these inventions were things that black men and women created. But, but yet, even, like, no on one knows about it. But we know about Edison. We know Edison, though. On top of the inventions, like, we, you know, they don't teach kids about how, like, there were like rebellions of oh, yeah. like what happened yeah. and like some of them were successful and, mm -hmm. and just like, it wasn't all like slave trade and then mm -hmm. Juneteenth. Like yeah. there was a lot, like we fought, like oh, yeah. we, we have a lot of like, it, true. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. But that's the kind of stuff that like information you have to seek out. Like that's yeah. not what they're teaching. And, 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 you know, I think that if we were teaching kids that, and then not just black kids, it, Essentially, Every, everyone, black yeah. kids, no, but, but everyone but needs to know white this. kids, yeah. black kids. Everybody yeah. needs to know the history because, like I said, education. If there is like awareness around who we are as people, what has been done to us as people, mm -hmm. you know, th that's a part of the reason why you. I, I feel like that's a part of the reason why you see a lot of white people, a lot of all kind of people out here at these protest because you know they know a lot of them know our history more than us oh yeah for sure and, and, and they yeah, get it yeah and they're like fuck this shit is fucked up yeah. and they're out there like yeah you know doing the protest i have an interview of an older uh, that's why i need to get this episode up is because it was so good i talked to so many great people there was a a, a lady who, or actually it was a lesbian couple uh and they were older and they had so many amazing facts on like black history black points and how um this system is built to literally hold black well it's literally built to keep black people in as slaves like mm -hmm. it's, a, it's, it's it's let's be real it's a slave trade like this is modern day slave trade they just changed some words around and they changed a little things around just like they changed um what was it slave patrol to sheriffs and now we have the uh, modern day police the badges are exactly the fucking same as the, the you know the slave patrollers yeah. um and then like how they changed um cotton fields into prisons like it's the same goddamn thing yeah it's, well, when people go to pr labor. prison they they pick cotton like yeah. that's a part of the labor that yeah, comes with exactly uh, and even said, but it even says in our constitution that you really should watch the 13 i want you to watch well, it, so, like, well already, it's on my queue like so Right now, I'm on um, Who Murdered Malcolm X. Like that's I've been mm -hmm. on that one. That one's like so good. Get your you, hands. You gotta up, watch. Like you gotta watch that one. Like it's no, not the Malcolm X movie. The Who Murdered Malcolm X on Netflix. It's a documentary. It's still relevant. I mean, yeah, but you should watch Get that your also. Hands up my pocket. Okay. <laughs> well, 
<clears throat> Are you gonna? Do you want to do that quote one more time? No, nah, you sure? Wait okay, you good. Okay, I wait till you're not expecting it. <laughs> Piss you off. <laughs> I'm, I'm just turning your mic off. So <laughs> yeah, you'd it. like to do that. I sure do. I do. Because when you get out of hand on my show, I take control. Okay. Donald Trump Jr. <laughs> Damn. I mean, listen. It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> fake news. Fake get news. What you're saying is fake news. <laughs> <laughs> Did you practice that? That's I mean, you know, I don't know if you know, but I'm actually a pretty good voice character. And I actually think I should do, um, you know, I should audition for voice voice acting roles. You you do. You I have a cousin, uh, my cousin Cheryl, and she's good at that. Like, you guys really are good at, like, doing people's voices. Yeah. It's very good. So, um, I had... Dang, we're like we're already like an hour, almost hour in. But what I else are we like, supposed to hit? Well, because I'm just loving this conversation that we've been having. It's been like so good, um, and I really don't want to just like cut it off. But I think we're gonna have to make this a two part episode, like because this was so good. Um, but I still I want to get to like just one more little point, mm-hmm. and that is uh. Shit, what are we what were we talking about? I said I was gonna put a pin in it and then we were supposed to get back to it. You put a pin in a couple things. I did put a pin. I hope I I hope I talked about most of those things I put a pin in, but uh if I didn't, we're gonna probably talk about it again on another episode mm-hmm. because this was so were we good. supposed to hit coronavirus on this or were we just kind of gonna stick to the Juneteenth okay, and well, gay pride? I, okay, well, I mean, we could talk about coronavirus a little bit, but I really didn't want to because my last 10 episodes have been about coronavirus. So okay. I'm kind of over. I mean, no, well, I know it's still here and I know it's real and I know. But it it's not ties going into soon, what we're talking about a little it bit. It actually does. So this kind of ties into uh, the coronavirus pandemic because the last march that I went to was in West Hollywood. They mm-hmm. tied in um, gay pride with um, the Black Lives Matter um, movement. And it was so many people out there that it was like just seas and seas of people. Like all you can you can see for miles of just like people. Mm-hmm. And that is that speaks astronomical like levels of People like saying like, hey, I know that there's a pandemic out here, Mm -hmm. but there's also another pandemic, which is black lives being taken from police. Been a pandemic. It's been a pandemic, but now people are actually seeing it, which I actually was talking to someone and someone made a really good point that coronavirus made it so much, um, made this movement so much more bigger because People can't escape to their normal things that they usually would, like white people, because obviously black people can't escape from because we have to live this shit every day. Mm-hmm. But they were saying that white people can't escape from their normal, like day to day shit, and they have to like pay attention to what's actually happening right now. And so they were saying that that coronavirus is probably like one of the biggest like allies for us right now, even though it's not an ally. But it is making people sit home and really look they can't escape you can't go to your you can't go to a bar and get fucked up you can't go get coke from your dealer like you're not able to do what you're you're normal so you have to kind of see this shit yeah i mean for those fortunate enough to never know that this was really going on i mean uh, okay cool but like i just feel like majority of us black people this is this has been our reality this has been an accepted yeah part of our existence and well, that's what I said black people live it yeah, so, we, we, yeah like, we don't so this. you know this is not it's it's 
I think for some, I think for some, it's been it's it's like this eye opener and yeah. um, kudos. Like I'm, um, uh, you know, I, you know, congratulations, you you finally come from up under this like a privileged rock of not knowing what's going on yeah. in the real world. But like for me and, and you know, you we, we come from the same type of place. So mm-hmm. I think we this has been something that we've kind of been kind of been normalized. Like I've I've, yeah. I've literally stuff like this that a lot of the stuff is going on. Like I've seen. I've literally seen with my own eyes before yeah. we started recording everything. Like, oh yeah, like, definitely, shit, yeah, like, yeah. I've seen people, people it's I know, get their ha- ass beat yeah. by the police, yeah. like, like unnecessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, it's, it, it's just weird for me on on a lot of different levels, like, you know. But I just, I, I, I appreciate the people who are like, this is resonating, like, you know. I think that's kind of social media is a very powerful tool. Oh, so, so I think, you know, a it's lot like of people, our, it's one of our biggest allies in this movement. I feel like, I, yeah, I think a lot of people have been protected and have been, you know, sheltered from the realities of America. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that where, you know, before people have been able to suppress and pretend or just, you know, like, you know, just turn a blind eye to what's really going on. I think now there is no more, room for that because it's it's all out in the open but um you know welcome to welcome to my world Uh, okay i'm going to say that um i don't i don't necessarily agree when you say like uh that it was something that most people probably should have seen because because let me let's just say that let me say this America has come from a place to where it was brutal uh, like blatantly racist to a place to now it's politely racist and it was so politely racist for so long that white people think there is no racism look how nice we are to we are to you guys like it's it's polite racism but we see it because we know you're being polite, but we know you're still racist. Just like this is why all these Karens are out here saying, I have a black friend and uh, I'm not racist. No, you can't call me that. And then at the same t- tongue, call someone the N word and then really feel attacked because they're being called out. So I'm not saying that it would that that all white, all these people are just, you know, pretending to be blind. But some of them are truly just fucking like a doink. I I don't even think they're pretending to be blind. I think that like we historically, like I I just look at what we learned in our history classes. We did not really learn the, the realness of our history. We learned what they told us, which is a very limited thing. Now, if you grew up in the inner city, you grew up in Compton, LA, just in anywhere around a lot of black people, there was a lot of things about our culture that we accepted and was normalized, which was like police brutality. We just, it's just been a real thing that we've just always known about. I think think, that's just, I think that's being black in general. Well, you know, you got, okay, that, yeah, true that, but I, I know there's a, there's like, we have those blacks that are like, nobody's ever brutalized me and it's like well, okay, okay no because whatever. i well i'm i am i i i think i'm that black 
So, because I've never genuinely you've never been brutalized, but you don't take your experience and and make and and then just kind of spread a narrative that means that because it didn't happen to you, right. it's not a reality for majority people. Exactly, that's just your unique experience. Yeah. I have never been beaten up by the police, but I've had experiences where. I know that I was being marginalized by the police. I know that, yeah. you know, we were being treated like less than because of the color of our skin. Right. So when I talk about police brutality, I'm not, you know, just because I personally mm-hmm. haven't gotten my head beaten by the police does not mean that I'm not fully aware of what was going on. But my point is that a lot of white people, they have been secluded to that reality. Because, you know, a, a lot of white people didn't go to school with black people. Right. A lot of white people didn't go, like, or they went to school with black people, but that's the only place they saw them. Mm-hmm. They saw them at school, and then they went home to their so privileged neighborhoods, neighborhoods yeah. and that's something, you know, prior to social media, you know, they didn't see that. You know, when, when we have the high-speed chases mm-hmm. in, in L.A., we love our high-speed chases. <laughs> when we have the high-speed chases, the cameras go off when they about to start beating homeboy mm-hmm. ass. Yeah. You know, we'll watch them, and then it's like, you know, and, mm-hmm. and we know what time it is. We know mm-hmm. what they're about to do. And it's like, okay, now we change the channel. We go back to our life. So I feel like, you know, there is some truth to, like, white people, some white people, probably a lot of white people just not necessarily being racist. Like in their whole, their identity is, you know, I don't see color. And it's like, what what they feel they, but, but seeing they don't understand that, like, you don't see it, which means you don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. And that is more like, that's more detrimental to my existence Mm -hmm. than you like knowing like, okay, you deal with things. And like, you know, we, we know what Mexicans go through. We know what, uh, illegal aliens have to deal with mm. and, 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 you know, we, so we understand it. So we don't look at them and go, I don't see anything. We, we know, mm-hmm. we know what it is. Yeah. So it's like white people treat us like that. Like we don't see it, but it's yeah, like, but that you, goes back to the point of the polite racism. Like the polite racism has made it. So they make it like I'm doing air quotes that it, we have it way better than we had it before. So that therefore, they don't even know how we had it before though. But that, exactly. So they don't really know the full of it, but they do know that one, we were once slaves and that's all they know. That's all and they then know. that's where it stops. And it's like, oh no, honey, there was Jim Crow. Then after Jim Crow, there was redlining. And after redlining, there's the loans that we don't is, get and like all this well, stuff because our names. Like, every white person could stop being racist today and it's not really going to change anything because the way, because the government was established to, you know, Granted, they've changed laws and they've done little, you know, minor things, micro things to to just appear, you know, fair. But like, you know, there was a time, you know, people don't understand why we even have communities like Watts and Compton, Mm -hmm. because, you know, there was a time when black person making good money, having good credit tried to buy a house and they said no that's you can't where, yeah, live redlining. in long beach yeah, that's you can't live in lakewood mm-hmm. you have to live in compton mm-hmm. you can live in watts and then mm-hmm. they were nice and they gave us carson mm-hmm. right but that was it mm-hmm. you know so it was like you know we have these communities these impoverished communities that we were forced in mm-hmm. you know and, and then when you took away the resources when these people didn't have jobs mm-hmm. you don't have jobs you're inject- injecting drugs mm-hmm. you're gonna have a bunch of people 
who are in survival mode, like damn near like mm-hmm. animals. Yeah. So we're doing what we got to do to survive. And that's selling drugs, pimping hoes, robbing people, wh- mm-hmm. whatever you got to do to make ends meet. Yes, and, and, to, and no, to survive. To, to survive. Yeah. It's, it's really and just survival. And that's actually the most natural human instinct there is, is to survive. So like, that's all these people are trying to do is survive. That's it. But yeah, but and you know, people don't understand. They're like, so, so now we like, we have these laws and we have this system and like, it's okay for like a school in, 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 in the, depending on your zip code Mm -hmm. to be funded in a certain kind of way. That's called gerrymandering. There you go. Mm -hmm. See, you know, Mm -hmm. so then you got a school out in Culver city Mm -hmm. where, you know, the kids got coding Mm -hmm. uh, classes, the kids got SAT Mm -hmm. prep and all this kind of stuff. um, They're they're in a different zip code. So then, you know, you know, we have all these kids, they're not getting anything. Mm-hmm. So then when they graduate from high school, they're usually not even, you know, they're not in a position to go to college. Mm-hmm. Our community college system is so fucked up. It's oh so God, yeah. crowded. Yeah. So, you know, you have to basically get in this lottery to get, mm-hmm. get you know, essential classes that you need. So you you go to this high school, they push you out. You really not really given the, the, the tools you need mm-hmm. to, to, to do anything versus the kid that grew up in, Palos Verdes or uh, certain parts of Inglewood or Culver now Inglewood, but Culver city or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, so we got, you know, I I know we're going over our time. I see you looking at it. No, no. I was just making sure we got all the time. That's going to be, everything's been recorded. That's all. But you're good. Yeah. yeah. But you know, it's there, there's a science to all this and no, like hundred percent under. So, so, you know, if you are, have ignorance is bliss. You know what I mean? So if yeah. you have no idea what's really going on, you're not necessarily racist. You think that, hey, this person just has a darker skin tone than me, but yeah. we're, the same. we're the same. And it's like, oh, mm-hmm. no, sweetie, we yeah. are not the same at yeah. all. You don't know what kind of traumas I have. Yeah. I'm just, you know, I'm and I'm literally a person 33 years old really learning about what trauma means and how it's impacted my life and things that are normal that have been normal for me and my friends and my family, which is like white people. If they even had a a glimpse of, they would be in somebody's healing center crying and shit. Like it's like, you know, acting like they got PT. No, I'm not going to say acting, but like, you know, PTSD and anxiety Mm -hmm. and depression, like, you know, gunshots and that's the kind of shit military people deal with. Mm -hmm. That's a normal thing to a kid. That's like, that's, something i grew up hearing okay we just everybody just get on the ground like it was so normal you Mm -hmm. know what i mean so we are just we're different and they're ignorant to our experience and you know uh they i I, they're scared and they're they're really i I really feel like most white people aren't even racist like you got some and you you got some but i feel like a lot of them in there but but they're ignorant and that is like you said, yeah. detrimental to yeah, us. Your exactly. ignorance does not help. Yeah, your but ignorance that, may put that, us in a worse position. And then that kind of you're you're kind of putting onto my point of the polite racism that's going on nowadays, or that has been going on, which makes people believe there is no racism anymore. <laughs> I had so many people, uh, not of color, say, "Well, you know, things are great." Like, and I'm like, "No, they're not." Like, you don't understand how it is to walk a mile in my shoes. Even though I pro- I probably grew up a lot more privileged than most black kids, you know. And and to some white people, 
your experience would be horrific. Right. But we, because we exactly. know of the complexities exactly. of what the black experience really could be, we know, yeah. like, granted, we, we, you know, we didn't grow up with a silver spoon. spoon exactly. We still know, like, yeah. we had it way better yeah. than what oh, we could have exactly. had it. Like, like you I know? know, and that's the thing. I know my privilege and I own my privilege. And I'm like, okay, now, bitch, own your privilege. And it was hard. Like, it's a hard pill to swallow. Like, you know, owning privilege and then saying, like, okay, well, I didn't, I didn't suffer this. I didn't have to go through this. I didn't do this. Now you have to have compassion for the person who didn't have your privilege and that's where i think it's it's really hard for a lot of people is to like say okay i have privilege because i will listen i've argued with so many white people about white privilege and it's like it's mind-boggling to hear these motherfuckers say like no like i had this one guy tell me no but i get pulled over by the police because i look like a stoner and this that and the other and i'm like well, okay, you get pulled over because you look like a stoner because you probably are a stoner, and they pulled you over because you're a stoner. Right. I, on the other hand, am I a, a law-abiding student. Suit and tie on, but they just exactly. don't think I need to be exactly. in this neighborhood, so they well, already exactly. checking for exactly. me. Exactly. They see me in a nice car, and they're like, oops, skirt, skirt, skirt. Whose car is this? Especially if I don't I don't have my plates on my car. But so see, it's not even the nice car. It's the it's the car so it's the impalas it's the you well, know I have it's the, a jeep cherokee that, that's a white person car exactly and i got pulled over because i didn't have plates. we gonna get pulled over well, okay now this didn't tell me you didn't have the plates well i got my paper plates <laughs> so you there was no there was no need for you to pull me over officer because karen is right next to me with her paper plates okay okay well listen the point i'm trying to make is that and you already know this, that I was pulled over not because of my paper plates, but because of my skin black. color. Like, I was in Huntington Beach, black, in a newer car with no with, with my paper plates. I must have, it must be a stolen they, car or something. Honestly, they don't like us in their neighborhoods. So, I feel like those and cops that I love that being are, in their neighborhoods. I, I feel like a lot of times, and it, it, it's a microaggression. It's like, I oh, don't yeah. have a reason to pull you over. And this is really meaningless, but I, I need to show you that you don't need to be here. Mm -hmm. and, and, and for whatever reason, black, well, no, I ain't going to say for whatever reason, because I understand the reason. But um, black people are scared of the police. So I'm going to intimidate you and, yeah. and, and, and just basically like because, you know, back in the day, which isn't that many days ago. But, you yeah. know, you were driving around the Huntington Beach. It was like, what are you doing over here? Yeah. Don't come over here. Go back to Compton. You know what I mean? Like now it's like, I am a I, Huntington Beach I'm just going to just Thank pull you. you over for no, I'm going to find something because oh, yeah, definitely. I just don't, you know, I just don't think you should be over here anyway. Right. You know what I mean? Like you probably ain't, you're not doing nothing wrong, but I'm just going to fuck with you. Which I never am. But so anyway, that, but that just goes to the point of this person. Had really paper plates his, for eight years. No, I'm just kidding. This person not seeing their privilege and they're like really not understanding it. And so it's it's a hard pill for a lot of them to swallow. But anyway, we have gone way over. Um, I would like to thank you, Mikhail, for coming on my show. I This was a great conversation. I want to keep this conversation going. Um, you guys, if you have any comments or anything you want to say about today's show, um, go on my Instagram. It's funny, loud and gay underscore in between each word on Instagram and don't forget to look on my website, funnyloudgay.com. And uh Mikhail, do you would you like to promote your Instagram or any um, up and coming adventures? I'm not really a clout chaser. Uh I'm just 
I, I like I said before when I was here a few months ago, you know, I and and everybody's like rolling their eyes when I say I need to get my podcast shit together. I'm working on other things. Um yeah, but that's not anything that I'm podcast. trying to We're promote. Ready to hear what you got to promote. Say. So um but I'm here like well, I, I like, like to thank you first of all, I'm proud of you. Oh my you gosh, did thank you, you did your shit. Thank um you. and I appreciate you you know, always ready and willing to have me on your show. I know that, you know, every well, some people know the history. Diane and I were supposed to put a show together. It's still on the, you know, it's still like on the drawing board. It's yeah, just, definitely. It's, it's like, you know, I we can just, have a hundred podcasts. We, we just, you know, so it's a thing. It's something that like, I, I just need to, you know, get on my shit, but I, I am working on yeah. other things. Because and one thing I know about you is when you are serious about something, you get it done. And that's what, and I see that in you. So I knew you weren't really ready there for this. And I was at a position where like, I'm ready for you this. were at a position yeah. and you had an opportunity yeah. and you were prepared and you went for it. So yeah. I think that that is that, you know, that's a blessing. No hard feelings no, at all. I love that. you, and I and I honestly still believe that we can do a podcast, and we like, still might. So it's I mean, it's a thing. This this listen, might be our I'm little a, appetizers, you know. Yeah, you I'm know. like I'm gonna be involved in a bunch of shit, and also <laughs> radio might be coming into place sometimes. So ay. I mean, like, so we'll see. But anyways, um, thank you so much, Mikkel, for coming on. Thank you for I having me. Literally had this conversation was so goddamn important and I think it needs to happen. And I'm so glad that we're probably going to use, I, I, I believe this is going to open and educate some other people. I hope. I hope so. Um, anyway. So again, if you guys have any comments, don't forget to go on. I'm uh, going to say if you are, you know, if you want some um, things to look at, easy things, I would recommend the 13th oh my God, on yes. Netflix. I would recommend, um burn it, it i believe this is on hulu but it talks about the watts riots it's called uh burn it down if you look up watts riots and then hulu i don't know can you look it up i, I want to say the the name of it uh, I mean, the name of the actual special um and some really good also some another good documentary to uh, look at is uh who murdered malcolm x um they gotta have us which is really good um and then I want to like even kind of push like some shows like um, there's a show called Hollywood on Netflix. It's uh, it it really dives into old Hollywood and it actually has a lot of historical like um, facts in it. But aside from it being like a fictional show and it is so goddamn good and it like made me cry on a couple episodes, especially the ones that had to do with um, God, what's her name? The first uh, African-American woman to win an Oscar um, I don't know why I'm having Violet a brain fart. Davis, or was it? Uh, no, bitch. I'm talking about from the the one uh, from Gone with the Wind. She played the uh, the the um Mammy. Um, I cannot think of her name right now, and I'm so ashamed of myself because I know her and I really love her career. But anyway, so it, it dives into um pieces of, of you know that story and all this other thing so it's a really good show um so again you know check out these documentaries and these shows yes. and then also you can also donate to uh the black lives matter movement you can also de donate to the naacp um you can also donate to there's another one that uh i really really love um i am so ashamed i don't have my ipad with me because i had all this stuff ready but um it'll all be on my instagram i have links in my bios and on my instagram and um also 
Did you find what you were talking about? No, I'll when I find it, I'll give it to you. Yeah, and we'll put it put inside to exactly. Yeah. We'll put it on the uh, the IG, and also you guys, um, if you want, you can also text um, directly to my podcast. The phone number is eight zero five eight seven six four four three. Again, that number is eight zero five eight seven six four 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 three. So, you know, you can send texts, links, whatever, and I'll mention it on the show, or we can talk about the show, or you can go straight to my DM. The DM is probably the best because I answer that so much faster because I'm an Instagram how. <laughs> um, so, again, like, you guys, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you guys. I love you so much. Don't forget to tune in to our next episode. Ciao.